0: Hello and welcome to The Right Fight Podcast. I'm Reg Lloyd and I get to host a conversation with Kenny Vaughn, the author of The Right Fight, How to Live a Loving Life. Kenny, this is the very first episode of what I'm confident will be many insightful conversations about a topic that most of us think we have already figured it out or have mastered. What motivated you to author The Right Fight?
1: Well, I mean, I wrote it for my kids, right? Um... Because I had learned a truth that was so counterintuitive, and and I didn't hear anyone sharing or teaching, or at least not in a way that I was I was able to understand. Like I didn't feel like anybody like it's like one. Like, why, why did nobody ever teach me this? Mm-hmm. You know, and so um so it was the most important truth I'd ever learned in my life. So much so that I felt like, you know, if something happened to me before my kids were young, you know, under 10, if something happened to me before I could teach them this, who would ever teach them? So that's really why I wrote it all down, but um, and, and not even planning on it being a book, you know. I was just, write, just documenting it so it would be there if something happens to me. And then um, it's, it took seven years for it to actually turn into a book. But all of that got started with me, I would say, um, just spending – the first half of my life up to 30 years old, um, fighting the wrong fight. So I was kind of a fighter by nature. My dad, I saw my dad fight four or five times growing (laughs) up, like literally like fist fight, (laughs) you know, but uh, he never started a fight by the way. Uh, he really didn't. He just didn't mind if you did, you know? And so, um, and so I was raised around that. Plus I was, I was a short guy. I was little in school and you know, I just had to fight to prove I wasn't nothing just because I was short and a whole lot of reasons. But, um, so from that fast forward into teenage years and then early adulthood in my twenties, I'm trying to win a national championship as a skier. I'm trying to succeed in life. I'm starting a new family. I'm like trying to be successful at all of these things. And I'm doing what the world has taught me my whole life. And I'm fighting as hard as I can at at being myself, at loving myself, at self confidence, at motivating myself, at self esteem, um, pride. Like, I, listen, we'll talk about this here in the podcast, but um, like, pride is your worst enemy. Pride destroys the proud. Um, but if you'd have told me that in my 20s, I, I'd have laughed you out of the room. Like, I, I mean, I hung my hat on pride. I mean, I was, a, I was a pride, I was a proud Vaughn, to begin with, and so, um, so all of those things were the wrong fight. I didn't know it at the time, and and because I was fighting like that, and I was failing over and over and over and over again, and things were not getting better; they were getting worse. Um, I ended up coming to the end of myself, I would say. You know, so so whenever you're when you're giving all you have with faith in yourself and then you come to the end to the end of yourself, the one thing you have faith in, where do you go from there? And and for me it was flat on the floor, you know. So so and then how do you get up from there and where do you go when you get up? I mean you just you just lay there until you get enough of yourself back that you can go again so that you can fail again and run out of yourself again. So, um, you know, from there, I started realizing that I was in the wrong fight. And I quit fighting for a while and, uh, until I figured out the right way to fight. And that's why I call the book The Right Fight, the fight to live a loving life. Instead of fighting to be loved, to be successful, to win, to be something that everybody admires and looks up to, um, the right fight, I, started, I began to find that the right fight was the fight to lay my life down, not to lift it up and to put God and others first. And so that was kind of the...
0: Which I find super interesting because most of us would not end up with, I need to try to love, or I need to pursue what love is about. I think most of us would think, I need to try harder. Did you hear somebody talk about this topic that provoked some thoughts, or did you just punch around enough to just end up on this road? So... Um- both, right? Um, I, I was a ski jumper, that was
1: the first problem. <laughs> okay <laughs> And so so I mean I've, I logged, I've logged you know dozen surgeries and months in the hospital and all that good stuff and lots of failures and fell on my way to success and all of that. But everybody around me you know, I always picked myself back up and then that was all I ever heard and then and then that led to fear. Um, maybe more fear than most, but maybe not maybe the same fear everyone else has. But but the fear of failing, not so much the fear of being, fear of being injured. Mm-hmm. And so that became crippling for me, not just as an athlete, but in life, business, family, everything. And so um, in fighting fear, I never told anyone I was afraid, mm-hmm. but Tammy kind of figured it out. She was my girlfriend at the time. She'd been my wife for. 25 years now, I think. If I'm wrong, I'll get in trouble. <laughs> but, uh, but she figured it out, so she starts writing scripture on my equipment. And, uh, it's, and she writes on there, God didn't give me the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And those just planted little seeds. But you fast forward several years, and and, and I've worked with the U.S. team coach. I've worked with everyone, and no one could tell me how to overcome my fear. And so I started I started this process of trying to act on God's Word despite how I felt, and that made a difference. But, but really, the, the question is, you know, how do you get to love from fear? That was my question. Like, God had not given me the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Perfect love casts out fear. Like, what does that even mean? You know, like, that was—I had no idea what that meant. You know, what, what does love even have to do with fear was my concept. Like, it, it's, it's foolishness. But I, the problem was I didn't know what love was. You know, I thought love was just feeling and everything, but but where the where, where the light came on for me was right here. I was I was at a national championship. This is the one I end up winning. Um, I'm waiting for my turn to ski. I'm speaking God's word to myself. A guy just jumped further than I ever jumped in my life. Most of the field has jumped. There's like four guys left. I think I can beat the other four if I can beat this guy. And but when he goes further than I ever jumped in my life, like the pressure of trying to win again was so much that. I, that I was suddenly waiting my turn, like I'm next. I'm waiting my turn, realizing that I'm being crushed in the moment, and that, that I'm not going to be capable of what I need to do because of fear of failure. That's right. Yeah because it was you know how how was it? it's like it's all like this is the hardest moment of your life like you're hoping everybody else messes up you know and so but it never happens it never works it's like somebody gets one one way or another gets lucky or he's just great you know he nails something you know and, and that's what he did the crowd goes crazy i'm waiting my turn all that pressure and i was i wasn't i wasn't up to that like i wasn't up to the task there was not enough of me to overcome that and so this is the light that went off in my head i just or, or this is what I said to myself at the I, at the moment in you the said moment yourself? like in the moment with the pressure it's about to be my turn like seconds away I just said you know what I can't like I can't handle it so never mind the gold medal Lord I just want to do the best I can for you that's what I said to myself right the moment I said that this occurred to me that for the medal I would give all I had. And in this moment, it wouldn't be enough. I already knew that, right? But when I thought of Christ on the cross, I would give more than I ever knew I had. Like, like it, it was a, so, so like in an instant, I had a higher calling than my dream. And I felt no chance of failing so long as I finished for him. Yeah. Right? So it was no longer about—so so the crazy—this is what I'm trying to say. The crazy thing is I had spent 20 years chasing my dream, trying to win— and and it, and it, it was my, and because of that it was going to be impossible to catch. If I had caught it and got lucky and caught it, it would have been empty, right? But in this moment, I gave up my for the first time. I gave up my dream. But in giving it up, I found a higher calling with no chance of failing. And so in, in that in that tournament, we get three jumps. My first jump, I jumped fo- foot short of the guy. My second jump, I actually crashed and tear up some of my gear. I got three minutes for repair to fix my boot on my ski um and and also it ripped the fin off my uh my ski i'm able to fix a fin that's got to be fixed and i don't have time to fix a boot so on for the last jump i'm thinking like nothing in this moment i'm not knowing what i know now okay all i know is the moment all i know is the decision i made and so now i'm going back to coming back from my last jump with the busted boot and i'm thinking there's no possible way with the busted boot and, and so i just say you know what I'm starting to give up again, and I remembered saying, never mind the gold medal. I just want to do the best I can for you, Lord. And I thought, until I finished, I hadn't done that. And so I just said, you know what, I'm going to finish for you. And when I said that, man, for the first time in my life, like all my fear was gone. It was just gone. I was no longer playing to win, and it didn't matter if I went. And, I didn't, and, by, and just so you know, I had no idea if I would win or not, and it didn't matter, right? But then I jumped. Eleven feet further than I'd ever jumped in my life in the worst circumstances. How the time much further? Eleven feet, right? Wow. Time I'd have been more afraid than ever, torn up like like like. So so now I come out of this and it's like the time that I would have never ever 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 been enough. I found enough, but not in me. And so that was the that was the shifting point. So when that happens, when that epiphany, whatever that was, you know, change, rock my me to my core. That kind of started this journey into what happened. Like, cause I, I didn't know what happened. You know what I mean? All, all I know is I decided, never mind my dream. I just want to do everything I can for the Lord. And but but purely and sincerely, like all of me, like I really gave up my dream. And I really decided to do everything I could for the Lord. So what happened? How did that happen? How did I, how did that lead to no fear? How did that how did all of that come together? And and It was a journey i would say it took probably years for me to really unfold that it that love was not the feeling but that love was doing what was truly best for someone else without regard for yourself and so and and because it was in laying down my dream and deciding all that i have for you lord who gave his all for me so what happened was half my life chasing my dream i could never catch it i give it up i love god and whatever it is I'm doing, it doesn't have to be skiing. It can be sweeping floors, digging ditches, whatever. I don't care. I don't, it doesn't matter how big it is, how small it is. Here, why you're doing it mm-hmm. reveals the heart. So when I did that, my dream chased me down. I wasn't even chasing it anymore, right? And so that's how the that's how the that's how the all the, that's how I started understanding why perfect love drives out fear. And then now we're we'll fast forward 20 years. I'm still learning. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, and I don't know how long we have known each other, but ever since we have, I don't know that any time that we haven't talked, that hasn't been the topic that's on your mind. I know you're driven by it, um, and you want to share it with as many people, and you want people to experience the same thing that you have, and I, I can't wait to unpack this throughout all these ongoing podcasts, and um, hopefully uh, live a life, get into the right fight, Right. you know right. and learn how to live a loving life and just for ourselves but for all the people that that we're going to be around you know?
1: yeah not even for ourselves yeah. like like I mean like I know this some of the things I'm going to say are so are going to sound so crazy because they're so counterintuitive but you know if you love for yourself you don't love I'm sorry
0: you would say that self-love
1: yeah, that's right. Yeah. And self love, you, you know, came me in hot water out of first gate. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but but please don't tune me out. Just listen and think, right? Listen and think. Our goal is truth, and if the because the truth says us free. And so, um, self love is really not love at all. It's selfishness, and love is selfless. Yeah. So, and, and love is found in not what we do, but why we do it. You know. So so if I love you, so that you love me. I'm using love to get from you what I want. That's
0: manipulation. And
1: that's, yeah, that's right. It's not love at all. It's, manip- it's well, the opposite sure of love,
0: right? I'm sure that there's going to be many podcasts just solely devoted in the future towards uh, self-love. So I know that's something that you have a lot to say towards. But uh, It's been good for uh, episode one. You yes. Enjoyed it and look forward to all the other episodes that's going to be coming up afterwards. Me too. All right. Thank you, you know. Kenny. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the right fight podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, the right fight for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com audible and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject and make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode.